0: LAST TIME ON DICE FUNK Both Ronaldo and Anne lean down and whisper in each of your ears at the same time about where they want you to go. You think you've got a good chance hiding here. You know
1: that scene in Big Trouble in Little China where Kurt Russell leaps out from uh, uh, behind a wall and says, AHA! And then nothing is happening?
0: Um, That's what I want to do. But you recognize Jack Robertson. I go downstairs and I go to sleep. I love Jack. Can
2: we replace Ronaldo with <laughs> <and> Jack?
0: <laughs> it's Jack. It's okay. They're back.
2: <laughs> we go upstairs because Jack is fucking crunk.
0: Gillet, Gillet shakes his head and says, This is your deal. I was just trying to help a couple of strangers here, okay? What happened to Ulick? And what the
3: hell are we going to do after we find out what happened to Ulick? I want him out of my
1: town. I whisper something to Anne. I say, You know, they're collaborating with evil. (laughs) (laughs) Yulik,
0: Gillet says. Yulik! Opens the door to another room and pokes his head through there and says, Oh no.
2: What happened, Gillet? So we have to acknowledge the thing that Jess pointed out on Twitter, which is that our party is f- the fucking main people from Star Wars. Anne is the naive do-gooder with weird religious powers, so she's Luke. Ren- Ronaldo is the the handsome uh, ladies' man, like dude guy, and he's Han. And then, of course, Jane
0: is our furry sidekick. I guess that makes me R two D two.
1: You're the you're the emperor.
0: You check everything, you'll find that it makes me George Lucas. Mm. Because not only am I in control of everything, but I'm also the bad guy.
2: (laughs) And then you'll go back and and add a bunch of cool effects to the the old episodes and no one will like them.
0: Yeah, in ten years from now, I'm gonna go back and remaster the original episodes of Dice Funk.
2: Can you make it so that the miners bring out their weapons first?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes I can. You may remember that our um trio of intrepid <laughs> idiots adventurers <laughs> um played a very calculated and dangerous game of hide and seek in the pastoral countryside of Rotswald, managing to avoid their pursuers by hiding out in a basement um with a baller twelve year old.
2: To be clear, he is fifteen.
0: Fifteen, yeah, excuse me. 15. And
3: he's fucking baller shit.
2: Is is it the same rule for humans as it is for halflings where it's half your age plus seven? Is that Wait, I'm what? just I don't know never what the mind. fuck
3: you're talking about. Good, never mind. <laughs>
1: that was <is> gross. <laughs> Leon got it.
3: God.
1: It's just wildly inappropriate.
0: Uh <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. That's okay. Um, so after um, after rendezvousing, re-rendezvousing with Mayor Gillett, who had more than just a little bit of salt in his craw about um, the way that the party was behaving, um, Gillett managed to lead the trio back to the town hall slash tavern, where uh, upon being just about to exit the kitchen into the main room, Gillett pushed open the door and exclaimed, "'Oh, no. The scene is set. I'll begin.' "'Upon pushing the door further, Gillett reveals a sordid scene covered in the dark of night. "'The tavern has been utterly ransacked. "'A flung-open front door, tables upended, "'chairs strewn about with smatterings of demolished cups and plates "'dotting the serving areas.' The mood of this messy scene is cut in two with the presence of a serene figure sitting at a table in the middle of the ruined room. Lonnegan, oddly discolored and visibly out of place from the scene, regards you with a disdainful curiosity and cuts to the chase immediately. Of course it would be you. Where have you taken Ulick, you interfering simpletons?
1: I look around the room. I want to know exactly who I see in the room, because it's dark, so maybe I don't want to make sure there's, like, no ninjas in the corner or anything.
2: It's not dark, and cast the cantrip light Oh, okay. open the door. Oh, okay. So the whole place is lit up, like, the 4th of July, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you can see everything
1: now. Okay, then what, what is the everything around me? Because I want to know exactly what's in front of me and behind me.
0: Um, basically, you're looking, yeah, at a, at a pretty much smashed-up tavern, for the most part. Um, and Lonigan is just sitting at the chair, although something seems weird about him. Like, he doesn't, you, you, you can, you almost feel like you can't quite see him, but he's obviously sort of right there. You feel like that if you weren't looking right at him, you might almost miss him. Here's like, what I do. Here's what I do. I walk right up to him, and I poke him in the shoulder.
3: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You mean, like, okay, so, oh, question. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I just want to ask this question for Context. You said, Context, you said that we can see him, but we can't see him, so is it like that... TARDIS key thing from the third season Of Doctor Who where he's like F- Fucking here's a TARDIS key So now nobody can see us It's like we're not really noticeable or something
0: Um It's it's more a little bit like Like you're looking at the whole scene And then like suddenly he just kind of like Pops out at you because you're looking for him And he didn't like move into the room But it's like you're just sort of like suddenly aware Of him
3: Gotcha okay
0: So it's not like, he's not, he's not translucent, but it's playing a weird trick on your brain. Gotcha. As far as you go, Leon, um, you take a couple of steps up to him and attempt to poke him in the shoulder. Uh, your finger passes right through him.
3: Ah, so he's a fucking hologram. I, I, um, oh, here's what I do. I,
1: I smack him in the hologram face and I say, (laughs) and I say, you're not really here. And then I go back to my crew
3: i feel like that is the like least han solo thing you could possibly do <laughs>
1: he's not that han solo i did not I mean, this is that's like a vague uh association i i modeled him after a couple other people
0: he looks he looks at you with a little bit of disgust ronaldo and says perhaps it is you who are not really here
3: <gasps> Ooh! wow that's some like heavy shit <laughs> don't play mind
0: games with me
1: you i will have you know that nothing goes in my mind
0: i don't need to play mind games with you you blabbering idiot
3: question am i wolfed or not like cuz i don't remember yes okay i am sorry it's just been that long
2: Okay, so he asked us what we did with Ulick, but we don't oh, have him, so.
3: Oh, 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 let's not tip our hands. So don't be an idiot, don't tell yeah. him, dumbass.
2: I'm sorry, could you repeat that to Anne? Did you say don't be an idiot?
3: <laughs> no, I'm saying to Ronaldo, don't be an idiot. No, no, I know. Ronaldo knows what's up right now.
1: So, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> oh, he's taking charge. jeez. And he says, what makes you, th- uh, no, he says, um, well, why should we tell you? And then he crosses his arms and looks badass as well, he, he does it.
0: Because if you don't, I'll simply burn this entire town to the ground. They wouldn't let me. I tried.
1: If you're so strong, why are you not here?
0: Because I- I'm looking for Ulick elsewhere, too.
1: L- ah, that means you have no idea where he is. And then I point my finger at him.
0: Do you know where he is? Or not?
1: I, I, um, I look at the wolf because, uh... <laughs> We're not a certain, like, slowly running out of ideas on what to say, but obviously the wolf cannot say anything.
2: <laughs> and says, Gillet was hiding him. <laughs> oh my god.
3: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, and he hit him so
1: well that you'll never find him, but we totally know.
0: Then you'll return him to me in four days, <laughs> or I will burn Rotswald to the ground.
1: Oh, okay, well, where should we return him to you? Like, where are you right now?
0: Bring him to the school. I'll have staff look after him.
3: You hear a whine you hear a whine from me.
2: He greatly overestimates our attachment to this town.
3: I say, kiss my staff.
1: Look. <laughs>
2: you don't have a staff.
1: <laughs> Shut up, he man. Does- <laughs>
2: he doesn't know that.
1: You don't get that. Alright, So, <laughs> so, um... Ronaldo, uh, basically just doesn't want to back down, even though it's probably a good idea right now. Um, and, uh, he says, what do we get in return? And don't tell me about the town. The town is not good. I'm sorry, but they've been, like, supplying you for hundreds of years, and you're obviously evil. So I feel like we need to get something in return, besides you not burning stuff.
3: I swear to God, if he says your lives, I'm gonna be so angry, and I'm gonna, like, punch the wall- (laughs)
0: <laughs> i'll give you the opportunity to live
3: i punched the fucking wall as a wolf yes i punched the goddamn wall
0: you,
1: you paw punch it um <laughs> ronaldo, ronaldo says if you could have killed us you would have by now we, we we went through your entire school we killed all your monks i was happy to do it too and <laughs> we jesus. burst we broke your windows we wrecked all your shit and we found your secret passage we we freed uh the captive uh and uh y- you you've done exactly squat so far i feel like we're like <laughs> 10 points ahead of you so
0: <laughs> jesus first of all you killed two of my staff The one that you know of. I didn't have a reason to kill you before you started meddling around in my affairs. Third of all, wrecked my shit? (laughs) You didn't even touch anything in my laboratory except for some putty knives. You wandered through my inner sanctum and failed to even... Do a cursory investigation of what it was I was doing there. As far as adventurer goes, you're a bunch of rank amateurs who have no idea what you're meddling in.
2: Damn! He really,
0: he really has our number. (laughs) If I want you dead, it would require only a small amount of more effort than what I am currently doing to only communicate with you. Now, if the town isn't good enough, I can find out more about you. Do you think that Rotswald is the only place I have invested any influence? Do you think I'm the top of the chain? That I'm the pinnacle of power in this situation? That I have no more cards to play? You're a lackey. You know only what I show you.
2: See, your your big mistake was assuming we've thought any of this through. That'll be your downfall, because we we haven't given this any thought, so you can't outthink us.
0: Shut up, man! Uh,
3: question, uh, Johnny, er, Austin, how much do I get to stealth? I get plus four as the wolf, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, Johnny, I'm making a stealth check to not be in the room anymore. Like, I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. Artificial 20.
0: Yeah, yeah, you get out.
3: All right, I'm gone. <laughs> I leave.
1: All right. I'm
3: just like fuck that.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, does Rena-
0: does um I'm sorry. Does Lonigan say anything else? Um, he's just sort of like eyeballing you guys at this point in time. Um, oh, oh,
1: um, can Anne? Uh, how do I put this? She has like magic detecting evil powers, right?
2: Uh, I don't have detect good or evil. No, and also ah, I'm, I'm out of spells.
3: Yeah, you, we haven't rested yet for spells.
1: Oh crap! Um, I say I'll take it. I I tell Lanning I'll take this under advisement, and then I I sort of like f- do a flourish with my cape, and then I and then I walk out of the room and sort of usher Anne to come with me.
2: Uh, Anne turns back and says, "Uh, who do you worship?" that's really bothering me.
0: He he looks at you with an expression of bother. As if, like, you're a cowlick that won't stay down. (laughs) So... (laughs) If you don't produce the air in four days, this town will suffer my wrath. It will be a real shame to see another one in the neighborhood go up in flames, all too often an occurrence these days. And if you're nowhere to be found when that happens, I will find you.
2: Not if I burn it down first. <laughs> the race is on, Lonigan.
3: <laughs> Please you- tell me you'd say that.
2: Yeah, that was all in character.
3: Motherfucking awesome! Man, it pays to have a dumb person on her team.
1: Yeah, I-, I moon Lonigan as I walk out of the room, <laughs> and that's it. Then I leave.
0: You have so little time. You have so little face. <laughs> As he fades from view in a spectacularly effortless manner, as though shrugging his way out of an argument that manifests as the ultimate assertion. With Lonigan gone, the tension in the tavern subsides in everyone but the mayor. Gillet's mood takes a turn towards panic, and he claims a bell from the tavern counter and makes his way towards the broken open door. I have to warn the people. Gillet mutters as he reaches an absent hand for a door handle that's been wrenched off the creaking, ajar door. Danger, he yells, stepping outside and ringing up a clamor. Danger, he bellows from the depths of his lungs. Everyone, gather your children and loved ones. Peril!
3: <laughs> your eyes
0: fall on the still, um, uh, on the still messy scene. An indecipherable mess. An indecipherable mess with no clue. No clue as to what may have happened. Are
2: you telling us, like, as the DM, there are no clues to be found, or are you saying we just don't have a clue yet?
0: I'm saying that you don't have a clue yet. <laughs> we,
2: so we guess we should probably investigate the scene. But where did Jane go? Are, yeah. were, were you on a mission?
0: I left.
1: Yeah, but are, are, do we want to, like, do a side, uh, side story where, find out what, what Jane is doing? Or, or I'm just or do-
0: imagining at this point in time a direwolf on its two hind legs leaning up against the back door smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> just being like, fucking don't even get paid for this shit. So what what
1: what did you do when you left?
3: Can can somebody please make fan art of of Jane doing that, smoking a cigarette, and saying "Fucking don't get paid for this shit" in wolf form? I would love you forever.
0: <laughs> Man, I don't even need this job.
3: <laughs> it's true, I don't. Technically,
0: <laughs> all right.
1: Um. Okay. Seriously, do when we walk out the door, do we see Jane or is has the wolf kind of like gone?
3: Off I'm the- gone. I am so gone. Like like how gone are you? I'm, I'm like ask. so gone. I'm not even anywhere near where you are right now.
2: Well, you have you have to tell Johnny where you went.
3: <laughs> I left Rotswald. I left it.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. Are you just are you just wandering in the woods? Do we need some pensive lute music to play while you like- No,
3: no, Johnny, Johnny, when he said I could find out more about you, that's when I bolted.
0: Okay. So
3: you know what that means. I'm yeah, gone. So, so
0: Jane's Jane is in like bad out of hell mode.
3: Yeah, I'm out of here. I said fuck it.
0: <laughs> there is n- neither one of you. If you guys decide to poke your heads out the door, neither one of you have any idea where Jane is gone. Okay.
2: Can um Anne use her survival uh, skills as a ranger to look for anything in the mess of the bar that would allow her to track Ulick?
0: Um, well, I mean, you know, if you want to, like, in- investigate, yeah.
2: I do not want to investigate. I want to use my ranger survival skills to look for tracks.
0: For tracks? Yes. Okay. Because um, that's
2: that's the thing that I'm good at as a ranger. I have a special thing. Okay. So that's what I want to do. All right. Booyah! 22!
0: Okay. Um, you do see, um, uh, some, some footprints and drag marks. Uh, leading out the door um, into uh, into the street. Yeah, so you, you're pretty sure that somebody was in there, is now gone. All right. Well,
2: okay, Anne points that out to Ronaldo and says, if Lonigan doesn't have him and someone dragged him out, uh, there's, like, somebody else who's trying to have Yulik? I don't really understand, but we should follow this. I'll follow it. Okay, we're going to f- try our best to follow that. I, mean, I rolled a 22.
0: So you're just gonna you're leaving the scene.
2: I mean, I assume we look we look outside. We do- we do like a comical like, where'd she go? And then we just, <laughs>
1: yeah. Ronaldo knows that he can't run as fast as the wolf, so at this point, he's just he's just uh, looking at tracks and following and
2: yeah, we have no way of contacting or communicating with, we don't even, we would, ev- in character, we don't even know, like, slightly where she went. So even there's Out no-
1: of character, I don't know what's going on. So. Yeah, she, we know,
2: she, out of character, we know she left town. I'm saying, in character, we have literally no idea.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Right.
2: So, so I want to follow the, the tracks.
0: Okay. Alright. Um, you exit the bar, uh, the tavern, <clears throat> and follow, um, the foot tracks and, and some, light kind of uh, ditches that that look as though some feet had been dragged through the area to um, a set of uh, animal tracks that you're pretty sure are horse tracks. Um, the horse tracks stamp around a little bit. And it looks like, you know, judging from the tracks using your Immaculate Ranger skill, um, you can sense at least four different pairs of feet, independent from the, the, the drag marks, pardon me, and uh, you see two different horses that look like they stamp around for a little bit, and then start heading on the road out of town. All right,
2: uh, Ronaldo. I think whoever took Yulik left. We should go this way. I think. Um, what do you think?
1: Ronaldo looks around and he says, "You know, if, even if we find Yulik, we can't bring him back here." So at some point, we're actually going to have to come and kill Lonigan because if we if we save Yulik and give him back to Emma, then this whole town explodes. So I don't know how I don't know how you feel about that.
2: That sounds like a problem for future Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> I think President Ronaldo and President Anne should follow these tracks.
1: Uh, Ronaldo kind of kind of looks like uh, hesitant about all this, especially since he's following Anne. but but he he basically shrugs because he genuinely doesn't have any better ideas and the wolf is gone so he says fine but he's he's clearly not happy about what's going on
2: all right i think Anne Anne wants to follow these as far as she can looking very proud of herself she's accomplished something
0: Uh, As you're standing around debating what you're going to do, um, the noise of the town begins to rouse a little bit. You can hear Gillet in the distance, running around town, panicked, uh, ringing his bell, uh, screaming up a panic, now echoed by a number of other voices that are running to other parts of the town, repeating his message. Even the livestock begin to cry and erupt in distress, and with with a rooster cry, uh, either a terrific dawn is signaled, or the remnants of an ugly night to follow but the question of which of those two things uh, it is is answered quickly by the signs of dim sunlight dotting the spaces between the lush forest on the outlying of town, reminding each of you of the dim embers of fire burning out against an unyielding cold wind. Oh my
1: god. Um, we didn't get any sleep, really. We took a nap, I think. Um,
2: You did... Uh, remember. Remember that you did rest before... We chilled before the mission and after the mission,
1: right? But but what I'm saying is Anne doesn't have her magic back, right? Oh
2: yeah, yeah, correct.
1: Fine, all right.
0: Uh, keep going, I guess. I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose the tracks. Yeah. Okay, so you follow the twists and turns of the tracks through town until it comes to um the road leading out of town that you took to come into it from Stone Root.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, let's keep following them until we can't anymore. Yeah. Because that's that's the that's where the quest is going to head, one way or the other.
3: What's really interesting is that's the way I took out of town.
0: Yeah, so maybe we'll maybe we'll bump into each other. Okay, well then, if that's the case, then um, uh, as you're on your way out of town, um, Anne, you also pick up some very large paw prints that look really familiar to you, and because of your keen ranger senses, you're also like smells like sweaty doggy.
2: <laughs> okay, we're definitely gonna keep following the Ulick tracks, but I do want to use uh, my thaumaturgy to yell for Jane because I can make my voice like super big and just be like Jane as as we walk. Because I said, you know, I recognize the prince and know she's around somewhere.
0: All right, so uh, Jane, you do hear in the distance an unusually loud halfling. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I'm going to. Uh, how far away am I by this point? Because I've basically been running since I heard that.
0: Well, we've been jogging too. You probably got, um, you know, if they, if they left the, the town, we'll say about mm, five to ten minutes after you. So, at the speed that they're moving, because they're following tracks, they're not moving at, at, at like a full tilt run, um, but you are, um, you're probably just within definitive earshot, given your, um like, how quickly you can run and also how keen your senses are. So you hear very clearly that they're um probably about, you know, 10 to 15 minutes away from you at a run.
3: All right, I'll go back. Yay. Because I feel like, I feel like the only reason Anne would yell is because there's danger and she can't get out of it.
2: <laughs> there's some danger. Is there a scene where like the wolf looks back and then looks forward, like sadly, and then back, (laughs) and then dramatically turns and starts running?
0: Sure. Uh, There's also there's also a brief montage set against strings of all the times that like Anne has hugged Jane. (laughs) All the times we. (laughs) And then like that scene where Ronaldo tries to get out of the water trough, (laughs) and then the wolf like pushes him back into the trough again. It's greatest hits. Has our lives changed? And as the song goes on, the montage kind of gradually evolves into just pictures of Jane biting the arms off of people. <laughs> and then, like, picking them up afterwards, and then, like, putting them in her backpack.
2: Alright, so we're still following the, um, the tr- the Yulik tracks, I assume... You'll tell us if something happens between then and Jane getting back to us.
0: Yeah, uh, basically, I, as it goes along, you're, you're following along the road. It's pretty clear to you, the spacing from the hoof prints, that the speed at which the, the, the horses are moving is pretty much about as full tilt as you can possibly manage. <laughs> and says, Horses are fast. Um, and, and you're following the tracks, but, you know, you can't quite do it as quickly because you're, you always want to make, you're always making sure that you're not losing the trail, essentially. You're worried that it's going to move off to one other side, but you guys are moving, you know, relatively decently. You're moving at a, a, a brisk jog when in the distance, um, you see a large furry creature that for a second fills you with alarm. But then you hear the string crescendo of the <laughs> montage scene again, and, like, your hearts fill with joy as as Jane comes running into view.
2: Can Anne and Jane do that running across the field scene in slow motion with, like, arms outstretched? Well, Anne's arms outstretched as they jump and hug each other in midair?
0: Sure. I'd, I'm totally up for that. Okay. okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and declare that as being a- sorry, I'm just looking at some character sheets here. Uh uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to call that animal handling <laughs>
3: <laughs> for me animal- or for her
0: uh, that's, that's for Anne so Anne I need okay. you to make an animal handling check <laughs>
2: 18
0: <laughs> wow alright and Jane um, we're going to make this a I want to make it a performance check <laughs> <laughs> but because of how important this is we're going to decide instead to make it survival what <laughs> sounds good just because you you know you feel that like without this moment you just you you wouldn't live on 16 oh
2: that's a liberal interpretation of the rules but okay
0: <laughs> it is textbook you guys like even ronaldo gets like a little weepy tear in his eyes as yeah. the slow motion two of you just come like colliding in in joy with each other like you're moving in slow-mo but like the laughing and like the (laughs) playful sort of growling uh uh, come over the uh the sound in real time
2: what are there like doves and like slow motion flower petals
0: somebody's rubbed vaseline on the lens so we're getting like there's a lot of a lot of soft glowy lighting um there are no doves unfortunately because a lot of the wildlife in the area has been killed off (laughs)
2: <laughs> well that's kind this of a downer is
0: so gay but so good
2: <laughs> Gay Um and,
3: <laughs> I reminded of the guy from uh, What's his name? Uh, Chang from Community Going <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Gay <laughs> <laughs> and, and says well, Where'd you go? Did you find any clues? We're following some tracks
1: Ronaldo seems noticeably relieved that uh, Jane is back but doesn't want to hug Anyone right now
2: Anne remembers that you can't talk and says, "Nod if you're you found clues."
3: I shake my head.
2: That's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. And <laughs> she goes back to following the tracks.
3: Come on. R- Ronaldo
1: looks at uh, Jane and uh, he he says, "We're following Anne." And then he mouths the words, "I know," and <laughs> and then just and then
0: continues to do so. Uh, all right, so. As you continue to follow the tracks, um, everybody gets progressively more uneasy as the tracks continue to move down the main strip and not diverge off the road at all. And you get closer and closer and closer until Stone Root appears on the horizon and the tracks appear to lead right there.
3: His fucking dad took him. God damn it.
2: That's basically what I wanted uh cuz we're not going to like go running into the the dad's mansion. That's a suicide mission uh, right now without our spells. So, do you guys want to see if they go to the mansion and then maybe take a take a sleep? Yeah,
1: let's let's try to get into the town first. I know there was a gate. So, do we knock?
2: Isn't it open? It's open during the day.
0: Yeah, during during the day it's open. I mean, there's, you know, there's a there's a a a, a, a guard standpoint guy. You know, who just is sort of like in a little... Office cubby hole, kind of like looking out, and there's a dude up on on the catwalk along the the ramparts or whatever, and things like that but um but people are coming and going, you know there are like um farmers with carts and livestock and merchants hawking their ware moving to and from the city you know some guys with with like weapons are trying to sell stuff to the guards and you know other people have just set up like stalls just along the the entryway and are selling like i don't know chicken fat and like, I don't know, leather soccer balls or something like that.
2: Okay, can we just... Let's just walk in and, like, act like it ain't a big thing.
0: <laughs> All right. You walk in. And, strangely enough, it turns out not to be a big thing.
2: Cool. Um, do, can I still make out the tracks? Like, uh, do they still go in the direction of the mansion?
0: You, you cannot make out the tracks anymore. All of the major foot traffic coming to and from the gate. You can tell quite definitively that the tracks were headed to the gate. But by the time that they actually reach the gate, uh, they get muddied up in tracks that are coming, going, and you just see a bunch of hoof prints and feet prints and wagon trails and you have no idea when they came, but by the time you get to the main gate, basically th- those tracks had been walked over.
2: That's fair. Um, so we probably shouldn't do anything until I get my spells back.
1: I agree. Let's go Let's go to the tavern, uh, poke our heads in, and maybe find a place to sleep.
2: Spells are good. Yeah.
1: I want to go to the tavern just to see if Emma's there, because that's the only place I know where she is.
0: Alright. Uh the tavern I'm presuming where you first met Emma, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Alright. So you you make your way to the tavern, uh but of course it's taken you most of the day to uh to travel to uh to Stone Root because it's it's a day's travel from Watswald just about. Right. Um but, I mean, not completely, because you guys were you were moving at a, you know, not quite a traveling pace, more, more of what I would describe as being an invested pace. <laughs> um, so it's, by the time you get to the tavern, it's sort of evening, you know, there are quarry workers who have, like, ended their day, who are coming in and starting to drink, and the town looks a little bit more lively than the last time you remember it. You know, people are sort of, like, moving around with a little bit more purpose. Um, so you wander into the tavern... Take a look around for Emma, and um, you, don't, you don't see her in there. I mean, you know, you're not going around to, like, every table and, like, deeply inspecting the faces of everybody at, uh, in every booth. But you don't, you don't see anyone immediately. Okay. The bartender behind the bar is, is also different than the last time you were here. Yeah, crap.
2: Yeah, out of character, I think it would draw too much attention to investigate this right now. Yeah, alright, um... Can we just yeah. pay our gold and get some sleeps?
1: Yeah, is this, one of those, is this the kind of tavern where upstairs
0: there's an inn, or is this just a tavern? Um, there are rooms, Uh, but you recall the last time you spoke to the tavern keeper, he said that rooms were kind of, like, tough to come by in okay. Rotswald because, or not Rotswold, sorry, in Stoneridge because of the influx of migrants and refugees. Crap. Although... That may have changed. It's been a couple of days.
1: I'm gonna walk over to him and, and ask if if there are any rooms available for me and my uh, two friends.
0: He says I've I've got a room, but prices are a bit high right now because space <sighs> is at a premium.
1: And and what would that price
2: be? Ten gold a night. Oh my god! You must be kidding. <laughs> uh, and sl- and slaps ten gold down on the counter. Ah. <sighs> That's
1: like, that's, a, that's we're making only a little more than that, For never mind.
2: I know, listen, listen you you accepted a bad job. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and now I, we have to deal with the consequences, you ass.
2: Look, I, de- I definitely could, like, bargain with this guy, but Anne wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? I understand. Alright. She's, uh, not really invested in money, so... Ronaldo
1: sighs and he's like, It's not my money and uh <laughs> and he says, Okay, we'll take a room.
0: So the uh the tavern who previously couldn't make change for a gold coin yeah. Yeah. greedily laps up the uh the bartender greedily laps up the ten gold on the table and with a, a hint of disdain in his voice, um that, that only certain destitute people have for the rich, says Oh well allow me to show you to your room Thanks.
1: <laughs> Ronaldo looks around and wonders what's going on. Um, here's a, a thing I want to ask. Um, Ronaldo remembers the the tavern. And in in addition to uh, there being more activity and there being a different bartender, is it cleaner than it used to be? What do you mean by cleaner? Well, you said you said you said it was su- everything was super dusty and gross when we got when we got to Stone What does the town look like now comparatively?
0: It's still pretty dusty.
1: Okay. All right.
0: All like right, the I'm... the dust is the dust is omnipresent. Like it okay. it's it's in the air. It's on the surface of everything. It's on the floor. It's on the tables. It's on most of the patrons.
1: Okay.
2: Because of the quarry,
0: it's...
1: I guess. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on because everything's all wonky. All right. Um. I guess we go upstairs.
2: Yeah. Let's just. We don't need to role play this out, right? Can I just get my spells back? Yeah. All right. And everyone else can get their health and hit die back.
1: Okay, well, what is my, my hit die is at one, so, so does it go
2: back to maximum, or what? Yeah, half of your maximum back.
3: Yeah, when we're, when we're left alone, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, uh, become human again.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you're gonna get it back when you sleep, so. So, so, I'm, I'm at 1D, and it, my total is, uh, 4D. So you'll have 3D. So I, I get 3D back. Okay, cool. Alright, that's not bad. And my hit points are back at maximum, which is 36.
2: All right. Okay. Well, I okay. So we got. We're all going to bed, right? Uh, While while we're laying there, like waiting to go to sleep, uh, Anne wants to say, Jane. Yeah. Do you when you're a puppy? Do you ever just want to get pets? How is how is being a puppy? Is it fun to get pets? Because I always want to give puppies pets. I don't know if they like it.
3: I think it's fun.
2: That's good.
1: Before I go to sleep, besides like beds, is is there anything any other furniture
0: in the room? You're actually a little bit insulted, Ronaldo, that yeah. Anne forked over ten gold for this room. Yeah. Um, one of the beds looks as though it was assembled in there, because they were pretty sure they wouldn't be able to get another bed into the room without building it around the space. Oh. Um, <clears throat> there's a washbowl but i like investigating the water in the washbowl you discover the the omnipresent dust has settled not just on the top of it but also at the very bottom of it um it's a pretty bare bones room like you personally you're a little disgusted
1: okay um what i'm trying to say is is there anything i could push against the door so that no one comes in and kills us in our sleep
0: yeah yeah there's a nearby chesterfield i do that all right Chesterfield up against the door.
1: All right, then I sleep.
0: Are you guys still having a conversation about whether or not puppies want pets? I
3: kind of fall asleep mid-conversation.
0: <laughs> and yeah, after everyone
2: else falls asleep, Anne keeps talking, <laughs> but she she just doesn't. <laughs> She's an idiot.
3: Yeah, I I'm, I fucking I fucking fall asleep while I'm listening to her.
2: Okay. She, Anne's like Jane. What do you th- What do you think birds
0: think about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, night. Alright.
0: <laughs> right. Anne. That's me. Teddy's face smolders and smokes. It paces and rants incoherently about the importance of faith, dedication, duty, and promise. At length, you are lectured about the importance of solidarity, and the fates of traitors and heathens are decided the moment they betray their gods. Jane, there's something dark inside you. A heavy present sits in your gut, and you're desperately trying to dig it out of you. The soil of your stomach gives way to your rocky hands as you shovel and dig deeper and deeper into yourself to pull the poison piece out. The closer you get, the less your form maintains its shape. Something in this poison is holding you together, and you're not sure what will happen when you remove it, but as each moment passes, your desperation increases. The feeling of dread rises, you dig faster, and as you do, pieces of you slough off into piles of earth on the floor. Renaldo, You didn't want this. The prestige, the fame, the recognition, yes, but you didn't ask for the power, the responsibility. Every day is the same. You wake and worry, fear, plagued with self-doubt and stress. Nobody else will make these decisions, though. Nobody else has the strength to sacrifice what must be sacrificed. Your hand falls to the book again, and a familiar voice from the door calls. It's almost time. You all wake. Shit. Kind of cold and clammy with layers of dust, kind of lingering on sweaty brows. Uh, Anne wakes up as if, like, not even
2: missing a beat, and she immediately goes, Jane? Do you ever notice that bees are really fuzzy?
3: No response.
1: Fernando <laughs> <laughs> gets up and moves the uh, the thing away from the door so he can he can get out.
2: They're bugs, but they're fuzzy, Jane. Think
0: about it. All right, um you get up, move the Chesterfield away from the door. The room appears undisturbed, the windows still closed. It's early morning now. Um of I think the fourth day of your adventures. Something like that.
2: <laughs> Someone <laughs> go back there and make a calendar. No, but we we have 3 days left to return him, right? That's I the guess. important thing.
1: All right. So so we we need to we need to convene here.
2: We got to let's go to the mansion and uh get Silas to help us.
1: Yeah. I mean that would be the that would be the best thing, but what I'm trying to say <laughs> that is That would we, be
2: the best thing, but since when have we ever done the best thing? <laughs> Think about it. That's not our style.
1: What I'm trying to say is that if we go to the mansion and just say, "Hey, Silas, where is Yulik?" Um, he, we might be tipping our hands. Um, and we we think uh, Yulik's dad is evil, right? Because I feel like we're settling on that. So, um, let's go there, but let's not like break the door down. Is what I'm trying to say. f
2: we'll, I mean, we'll follow your lead. However, you want to play it.
1: All right. I look at Jane because she's the only other one that's smart, and <laughs> and he says, "Does that sound all right with you?" Y- yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright, um, let's go.
3: What if he's already dead?
1: Then we... Oh God. Then well, look, alright. Then the
3: town burns because Lonigan doesn't have him because he's already dead and a lot of innocent people are going to die because we don't have a stupid child who doesn't know anything about how politics works in this universe, apparently.
1: Um, what I was trying to tell Anne right before we left town was that whether we find Ulick or not we have to go kill Lonigan because if we find him and he's safe we Lonigan's going to blow up the town unless we give him back and if he's dead ditto and ba- basically no matter what happens whether we find Ulick in this town or not we have to go murder an old man soon so that so like that's like that's the goal for maybe tomorrow but right now we got to check this out
2: Okay, in response to those two things you guys just said, Anne says, "I understand how ticks work, it's just I don't like them." <laughs> and and she turns to Ronaldo and says, "Uh, let's wor- let's not worry about future Ronaldo problems. It's right now Ronaldo time." So All right.
1: All right, so we're going to the mansion.
2: Yeah. Let's All go. Right. All right.
1: Uh I we I guess we know the way since we've been there before, so uh we head down there.
0: Alright, um, you leave the room, make your way out the inn, um, the barkeeper calls to you, um, from across the room, um, a, a different barkeeper this time, asking if, uh, you want to put a hold on your room, because he says, oh, you know, they get snapped up pretty quick these days. <sighs> it
1: feels like he's being taken advantage of, and then he, he doesn't even respond, he just completely disses him, and, uh, and walks out.
2: Okay. And, and says... Ronaldo's mad about the monies, and then she follows him. <laughs> she felt duty to translate. <laughs>
3: I I turn to the bartender and I go, "No, thank you." And I leave. He shakes
0: his head and says, "It's your silver pieces." Um, you make your way through town once again to the um to to the mansion of the Lord of Erlin <clears throat> and are greeted by the familiar scene of a, a now slightly excited Silas at the gate. Yeah, all right. Um, I unbutton my shirt
1: a little. <laughs> I feel like I should be getting a plus one for charisma for that, but whatever. Uh I walk over to Silas, um, and I say, Hello, you remember me, right?
2: And- Aunt, Anne's gonna give you a uh, a cheeky butt touch. Thank you. One. Alright. It's something. anything you try. He right.
0: he timidly places a hand on your shoulder and says, Lord Ronaldo, I wasn't sure I'd ever see you again.
3: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: i couldn't stay away Uh, no
3: no no jane actually says that she says oh my god and (laughs) she just fucking just like fucking just just all right whatever i'm done are we shipping this
1: i kind of put my left hand um on the small of his back and then i and we are now (laughs) i put my left hand on the small of his back and my right hand on his shoulder and i uh say i needed to see you again for a couple of reasons, one, and I sort of like wink at him because we know he likes that. I say it's pretty obvious, <laughs> and the second reason is my companions well, they've got this crazy idea <laughs> that Ulick has returned
0: to town. is that true i he he blushes the moment that you say, you know well the first it's it's kind of obvious, yeah. and the second uh it- t- it takes a second for him to collect himself, and he says i-I still haven't seen." young Lord Ulick since um since he went away to school. Hmm. I'm I'm not sure who told you, but if he has, he, he hasn't come home yet. Hmm. Have you seen any horses come into
1: town, like all excitedly, like they're kidnappers or something? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> he he looks a little confused and says "I'm I'm not sure what any of this has to do with the Lord. No maybe you're right um you know just
1: just so my my friends here will have some peace of mind for this can you let us inside so we can talk to uh the lord i please i i
0: suppose i could ask Fidrick. okay will you do that wait here he says and he uh moves his way through the guard gate um into the grounds and uh, uh into the house Okay, I sort of bite my lip as he walks away, you know, in a sexy way.
2: (laughs) Can Anne and Jane exchange glances like the grossest Fujoshi ever? (laughs) Just totally fucking shipping this, like, just gross fucking pervert nerds.
0: (laughs) Jesus. Okay, look exchanged. Um
3: (laughs) That was like, dear lord, help me. (laughs)
1: Hey, hey,
0: it worked.
2: You totally out us. I'm mad, because we were super gay earlier. <laughs>
3: we were pretty gay, but that was, like, gay!
0: <laughs> okay, so what happens? All right, well, it's a couple of minutes um, after Silas goes, and then um, the front door opens with a little bit of enthusiasm, and Fidric becomes barreling out of it not at a running pace but at a very very aggressive walking um like if if speed walking wasn't an olympic sport in this universe at this point in time now everybody appreciates the athleticism of it especially considering that he has his entire guards regalia on him oh shit and just starts moving towards you guys With, like, steel beams in his eyes, just fixated (laughs) on you. And Silas is kind of, like, scampering behind him, trying to keep up, but not looking urgent or anything like that. He gets through the guard post, and he he, he gets right up to you, and he mutters under his breath, very aggressively, What's this I hear about the Lord Ulick and kidnappers' horses? (laughs) (laughs) Um... You morons! What have you done?
2: We didn't do anything. We saved him. He was in a cell in an evil underground passage, and then he was a jerk. Yeah, we we actually
1: got him out of a very precarious situation. And what then?
2: Yes,
0: he was. He was at university.
2: No, he wasn't. He was being held captive by demon worshippers, and they're threatening to burn down uh, Rotswall if we don't bring him back. But we're not, because we promised we'd bring him back to you. And also there are horses, and I lost what I was talking about. I'm sorry.
1: No, you don't understand, Fidric. He wasn't at school. The school is some sort of monster place. Okay, that's the only way I know how to describe it.
2: I got a bunch of knives.
1: Demons and evil gods are underneath the school. He was captured and put in a cell. We got him out of there. But, and this is the part where you're not going to like me. um, We don't know where he is right now, but we wanted to give a status update to his father. So, is that something you can make happen, or...?
2: At this point, Anne pulls out her scary sacrificial knife thing, and she shows it to Friedrich and says, "See, look, we took this from a place where they cut people up. There was blood everywhere. It was real bad."
0: Yeah, it, it was. Friedrich looks kind of horrified and a little confused at your explanations, and says, "Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me get this straight. You be
2: you be the only one, Friedrich.
0: <laughs> the university wasn't a university." It was a, and he looks down and kind of nods at Anne in acknowledgement, a scary monster place. Demons. A scary demon place where Yulik was being held captive, and you freed him, but then lost track of him.
2: He was a jerk, and then we think he might have been kidnapped from us. We followed their horses here.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're 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 on his trail right now. The tracks led him back to this town. That's why we decided to come to see you. We're responsible that way. And when did this happen? Uh, last night? Or recently. Look, it's been a long trip, so...
2: The horses got here yesterday, but I had to take a nap so I could have my Avondra powers back.
1: Yeah, we can't really get far without Avondra powers. Look, the point is, uh... We have information that we need to speak to your father about, so maybe please see him. I mean, we are, you know, under his employ.
2: You can ask, why don't you go ask the guards cuz you're a big fancy guy? Go ask them about the horses that showed up yesterday. They probably wouldn't tell us, but you're fancy.
0: As you're explaining this, um Friedrich's expression begins to go a little slack and his vis- visage turns a little pale, and he says, "When Exactly did this happen?
2: the horses
0: when did you get Ulick out of the school?
2: Time is real hard um <laughs> <laughs> no
1: no I feel like Ronaldo should know this,
0: but I've lost track, yeah, let's
2: just say, can we just say we tell him? It was like the other night
0: all right it it would have been it would have been two nights ago, basically Okay. okay. because uh, yesterday you guys were on the road all day, and then so last night you rested. And then it would have been the night before. Yeah. So you know, you tell him you tell him that it was it was two nights ago. Right. He he turns to Silas and lays a hand on his chest and says, Stay here for a second and then puts his hand on Ronaldo's shoulder and kind of like ushers Anne away, kind of like nodding to Jane to come across the street with him.
2: Wait, he's telling me to stay behind.
0: No, no, he's he's pushing you along with Ronaldo. Oh, so okay. he's he's got his he's got his hand kind of behind your shoulder, and his uh, his other hand on Ronaldo's shoulder, and his motions to Jane with his head to come across the street.
2: Going on a Frederick adventure.
0: He doesn't look well. You okay? He looks. He's a little moist and tail. How's your tum tum, Frederick? He gets you. He gets you across the street. Um, with a good deal of foot traffic between you and the gate, pulls you all close and says, Two nights ago, the Lord Erlin received some news. Yeah? He has not been very pleased since.
2: Um, so you know that he's evil, right? I don't know if we're allowed- am I allowed to say that?
1: <laughs> oh my god. She says that out loud. <laughs> Okay, uh, Ronaldo kind of make, makes gives Anne a look as if that was not the right thing to say.
2: He, for, uh Ulick said to us that his dad might have put him there, or that might not be his real dad, and maybe he was replaced by a demon or something. I wasn't really listening because it was scary. I
1: say I, I look to Jane as if to like like I can't control Anne. Can you
0: please do something about this thing?
3: I don't say anything. <laughs>
0: Great. Friedrich clenches his jaw and, like eyeballs and straight eye contact, unwavering, non blinking, and says, "We think you're right." Who's who's we? You and Silas? No, I. And again, he looks around, and returns, and even quieter says, "I have friends."
2: Yeah, I'm your friend, Friedrich. We're friends. Not from Stone Root. No, I'm from Thin Mints.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was probably the most adorable thing that has ever come out of her mouth.
0: (laughs) Some of the discussions we have are directly circled around the leadership of Stone Root and whether or not it's as just as it could be.
3: Ooh, are you in a rebellion? Ooh. Oh my shit, we're in Star Wars.
0: He looks he looks at you, Ronaldo, and and just like kinda like glares and his his lower jaw kinda pops out as if like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't say it loud. I say it in, in the hushed
1: tones that we are saying it. But Ronaldo's really excited about this, so he says that.
0: Rebellion is a grand and dangerous word.
3: I'd say it would be treason. I'd assume
0: it would, if my friends were from Stone Root,
2: or if the Lord guy is actually a demon, and then we rebellion him wouldn't. The re- that wouldn't be bad because he's a demon. We're spending a lot of our efforts trying to figure how deep this goes. Uh, the demon probably is under the ground and under a bunch of cities, because he said that he could burn down a bunch of cities. Uh, he said he was going to burn down Rotswold if we didn't bring Ulick back, and then I, sol- I, I said some stuff, you don't need to know about that, and he said he would burn down other cities, so I think he's under a lot of the ground? Maybe
1: we should have a meeting with you and your friends, and figure
2: out what to do. <gasps> More friends! Yeah. That might be a little
0: difficult, but... It is hard to make new friends. If you, if you give me a day, I might be able to get you a meeting with one of them.
2: Oh, but what are we going to do today? Because he said we only have a couple days
0: to bring back Ulick. How about you try and track down the Lord Erlin's son? Because him not being where he's supposed to be is going to cause some serious trouble.
2: Thanks, Frederick.
0: He might be in this town, so maybe we should uh,
1: take the day to look around the town and investigate while you try to contact your friend.
0: Have you tried
1: Emma? I'm looking for her, but I don't know where she lives. I only saw her once in the tavern, and she wasn't there. Do you have her address?
0: I don't, but I know that she sometimes volunteers at a church in town.
1: Which, okay, uh, what what, what god do they worship? Just so I know.
2: Just... Give us the Google Maps, bro.
0: Honestly, I, I don't know what God they worship, but everybody okay. around here just calls it the church.
1: The church. Okay. Well, the church should be easy enough to find. All right. We'll we'll take a look around there.
0: <laughs> That's not super
2: ominous.
1: No. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you can tell us uh, that we need to know before we go look in in the church?
0: Nothing at the moment.
1: Okay.
3: I'll send all a right.
0: page to get you when I have the meeting set up. Where will you be? If we'll be looking for you, look. But if we find him, we'll come back.
1: No, 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 I don't know.
2: The inn charges us a million gold. I
1: know, but we'll we'll talk to Emma about where we can stay. Um, crap.
0: Look, I I mean, I have money.
1: I'm gonna lose all my money.
0: <laughs> Fine. i um, I'm just gonna like uh, I'm just gonna take a. A step back here from Dungeon Master, <laughs> and remind you guys that you don't have to rent a room to be at a tavern.
1: Yeah, well, tell you what, we'll we'll go back to the tavern if we find Emma, and we'll we'll, we'll just try not to get killed on the way. That's my that's my
0: plan. Fair enough. All right, so so you say, okay, look for us at this tavern. It's called the Long Pull. Oh my god.
3: God, why is everything a dick joke in D&D? I
0: know. <laughs>
2: that was a drinking joke. Was it? Yes.
1: I, I, took I don't a drink, way. so I don't know. I didn't get that either.
2: Everyone's mind immediately went into the gutter. I love it. Thank it's you. called a
1: double
0: entend.
1: <laughs> I get it. Alright, um, alright, Renato starts to lead the party away. Is Silas still, like, around?
0: He's He's standing back at the entrance. Kind of looking around a little bit confused as to what's going on. I mean, is he,
1: is he like really, is he close to me or is he like way the hell away?
0: He's across the street. I uh. mean, they're wide streets, but with a raised voice or a gesture, you could, you know, get his attention. He's, he's pretty fixated on you at the moment anyway.
2: And, whis- and whispers, go get that booty.
1: <laughs> uh, Ronaldo like, like waves one finger at him to for him to come over.
0: Um, You see him kind of, like, clasp his hands together anxiously, and he he nods at you in a way that, like, you know, that reminds you being like, okay, don't, 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 don't call him the first day. (laughs) Give him a couple days before you call him.
2: (laughs) On your medieval phone.
0: Okay, alright, so uh, he anxiously kind of, like, you know, his hands are sort of, like, grabbing at each other, and he takes, he takes a step. And then sort of, like, you know, tries to make it look like he's looking at his boot, Mm. you know, to make sure that it's clean or something. As if, like, you know, he hasn't noticed that you've gestured at him. Mm. And then he, like, he looks up and then tries to put this casual look on his face like, oh, uh, uh-oh, it's you. And then walks over at a a pace that obviously isn't fast enough for him, but he's not allowing himself any more urgency.
1: Okay. All right. Well, when he gets over here, I say... Turns out I'm going to be in town for a little bit longer, so maybe I'll drop by again later. I'd I'd, I'd like that,
0: he says, okay. trying okay. miserably
1: to play it cool. Okay, Ronaldo moves in real close, like he's going to kiss him, but he like stops right before because he really wants to tease him, and then he moves back and says, "I'll see you later," <laughs> and, and then he, and then we walk off.
3: God, you tease!
1: I want I. I want him to want it so bad that he'll do anything for us. I I, I Ronaldo genuinely likes this guy, but he also wants him on our side.
2: So this just became an erotic role-playing game without my fucking knowledge, but okay.
1: Tough. tough. I mean, you, you just you let us go, so, you know. <laughs> it's fine. All right. So, all right, we we um we we head to the church then.
0: All right. So you make your way through the winding streets. Again, you know, the town is, is particularly a little bit more lively than it was. You're actually kind of like a, a little weirded out that the, uh, the town is as, uh, uh, lively as it is. But you're sort of like, oh, okay, you know, at least there are no weird quarry zombies trying to get us. And, um, as you start getting closer and closer to the location that, um, uh, Fidrick Maps gave you, um, <laughs> there's a, there's a particularly dominant spire that makes itself distinct, um, and the the horizon over top of the building roofs, that as you get closer and closer to, you're you're pretty positive is the church. And when you come around the corner, you're expecting quite a grand structure, but it cuts a modest profile against the mid morning light. The flickering windows reveal activity within, but it remains Quieter than the city surrounding it, almost eerily so. The door stands at a not-unwelcome half-open, and a faint echo of gentle voices from within give you a small feeling of reassurance. As you get closer and closer to the door, chanting from the back becomes clear to you, and you hear the words, Until next time. (laughs) Next time. On um, Funk. Well, uh, congratulations, guys. That is a natural 20, so I suppose that means I have to get in my car now, drive to each one of your houses, so each one of you can punch me in the face as hard as you can. We're surrounded. They're everywhere! Gnomes! I
3: really feel like this album cover fan art from the last episode could have been so much more not like this.
2: I finally finished my Ronaldo slash Silas friend fiction. I call it Fifty Blades of Gay. (laughs) As always, our theme song is A Fistful of Nickels, the overclocked remix arrangement of Shadow's theme from Final Fantasy VI. Executive Producers for December 2015 are Joseph Timbrello, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Jason, Ingemar Gremin, Lord Revan, Kevin Seidlow, Tarka, The Cult of Gorfinax, Jacques Lindsay, Jorit, Michael Goodell, Vigor Arnston, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlo, Cody Jackson, August Rue, and Taylor Hoyt. Thanks for listening to Dice Funk all the way to the end. If you want to support the show, you can rate us on Podbean and iTunes, you can comment on Channel Awesome or YouTube, or even add to our TV Tropes page. If you want to help more directly, you can always go over to our Patreons, patreon.com slash patreon.com slash Renegade Cut, or patreon.com slash Fool's Gold. You can support Johnny by making homemade sausage or whispering compliments to trees.